to make a broth. You wanna keep singing? I'll keep singing. I don't remember I don't remember it too all. Many cooks, too, too many cooks. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. It, it takes, takes a lot to, to make a, a broth. Stew. Yeah, a stew. With ducks and dust and family too. <laughs> uh, we are out of practice. Do you buy your thumb at us, sir? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thumb at us? Fun, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go run, if you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go run, if you wanna 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 come over. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do It or Else podcast, the challenge podcast where two best friends get together and do things. Hi, I am Dustin. And I'm Ryan. Welcome to the show, the show of shows. The show's so good, we can only do it once a year. Yeah, if, if you're lucky. Dustin, when was our last episode? A year ago. Exactly. March 16th, 2022. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day, guys. We're St. happy St. Patrick's back. Gay. Yeah, I can't talk. I haven't talked in a year. Yeah. It's okay. Me neither. Uh, no, we've both talked. We've said things, just never into a, uh, a microphone like this. I wonder if we should like fill in the audience with what we've been doing for the last year. That's probably a good idea. What have you done? Have you done anything? What was the biggest thing that happened? Um, or the smallest? Yeah, the smallest thing, I uh, clipped my toenails. Nice. Probably. Once or twice. Yeah, 20 times over the last year. Let's hope. Yeah. Uh, and opened up some cool playgrounds. If you're in the uh, if you're in Petrie Corners, Georgia, go check it out, the town center. Uh, just opened up another playground in Decatur, Legacy Park. So uh, we're taking care of those kids, man. Keeping them active. Get them in the playgrounds. We're trying to keep them from getting fat. Well, there you go. A bunch of skinny kids running around. Dustin's taking care of them. Yeah. Well, you're all caught up. What you got some exciting oh, I, news well, I too. got engaged. Yeah. I put a ring on it. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Sedgwick is an engaged man. Courtney Davis said yes. Yay. You got Rosie wagging her tail. She's going to start hitting the couch with it. That's so good. This is a dog episode. Congratulations, Ryan. Congratulations, Well, it Courtney. feels good to be doing the show again. Mm-hmm. It's nice to be with you. Yeah, we don't hang out unless we're doing the show. Listeners should know. We, I saw you once in the last year. No, more than that. Twice? Well, once this calendar year, 2023. <laughs> you came true. over. You came over for dinner. Yeah. That that's, was it. That's that was it. all I needed. <laughs> that was all, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if any of you guys know me, that's enough. <laughs> um, it's, uh, you know, it's a good single serving of Ryan. <laughs> I hope not. Well, that's terrible. Okay, so we we had kind of a... Should we get into the challenge of this part? I'm kind of confused about how the show works. If you tuned in last year, <laughs> you'll remember that our challenge was... Ryan wanted to make an aluminum foil ball because he, oh, yeah. he saw Adam Savage make one and was like, I could do that. And we tried to do that. Yeah, I saw Adam Savage. If you guys remember him, he's the dude from Mythbusters. Yep. He's the good one. He's the he's got the more personality. That's like for sure. Jamie is the other guy, right? He's probably the brains of the operation, and Adam is like the doer. He's an important part of the nervous system. Uh huh. But he's he's got the flair. He's got that. He can talk to the camera. Flamboyant energy. Yeah, Jamie is, is like. I actually don't think that's actually the right proper way to load a cannon with a chicken. 
if we're going to shoot a chicken out of a cannon, we need to, you know that thing they wrap the chicken in? It's like aluminum foil. Keeps the air from escaping out the sides of the chicken. They, oh, yeah, they used it the chickens all the time. were exploding as they were going yeah, out of the cannon. They shot tons of stuff out of cannons over the years. Yeah. All right, so this is gelatin molds of human beings. Definitely, just let you know, this podcast is about MythBusters now. We're going to be breaking down each episode (laughs) of MythBusters minute by minute, (laughs) one episode a minute. It's like the Gilmore Girls podcast. Oh gosh, Rory MythBuster boys. I can't believe I can't believe Gilmore Girls is gone. Did they come back at some point? Or I don't know. They just dropped. It it seems like it'd be ripe for a reboot. Luke was such a good guy. I can't remember that. The coffee shop owner. Okay. He used to be a pro baseball player. He was a hunk. He was Lorelai's yeah. boyfriend? No, it was like the it's the Ross Rachel will they won't they. And they never did? They did. And okay. then, you know, Lorelai got in her own way like she always does. She always does with that motor mouth. Jeez. <clears throat> so, I recently heard it said if you're in a room of any group of people, of multiple age groups, what is the one TV show you could put on that everyone will like? Alf. I think it's Mythbusters. Ooh, Mythbusters. Yeah. I've never seen Alf. I remember it from childhood <laughs> as like a thing with a puppet, but yep. I, I don't have any more yeah. information about that. Was he kind of wisecracking? He was a he was a wisecracker. You would have liked him. You know, he his whole thing, he was an alien from Melmac. Smashed into a guy's garage on accident. Oopsie daisy. Now he lives there. He's like an intergalactic squatter that likes to eat cats. So he's always chasing the cat around the house. Lucky. He likes BLT sandwiches. Bacon. Lucky. And tomato. So he eats the cat regularly. He always tries to. He tries to get after the cat. But Alf, put the cat down. Oh. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. All right, let's go on to interesting facts. Interesting facts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the time of the show where we talk about the interesting facts. So today we're talking about aluminum foil. Yeah. Because we've got an aluminum foil ball challenge. Mm-hmm. I watched the second best show to watch in a room full of people of all different ages. How is it made? Ooh. How it's made? I love how is it's it made. How is it made or is it how it's made? How's it? How's it made? With a Z. How's it? <laughs> How's it made? How's it made? <laughs> so we got Ukraine do, and Russia on the brain. How's it made? Man, I got so much fucking Ukraine on the brain. Ukraine I got a lot on of the hot, membrane. I don't have any hot takes. Ukraine I have a lot on of the opinions brain. though. Cool. You've been thinking about it. Uh, we're not gonna like get into it. We're not gonna get into it because this is an aluminum foil challenge episode i'll tell you what those russian bmps sure are made of aluminum foil hey hey it's like one of those old school jiffy pop things the stove (laughs) top jiffy pop with aluminum foil bubble Uh uh-huh you know that's like the that's the cab where the apparently the ammo and the cannon are stored in the same spot that's why those tanks explode the russian you're thinking about the battle tanks yeah the like the the bmps are the 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 armored vans yeah 
But the the tanks, the, the reason, yeah, because they blow their turrets off, it's because they have an auto loader. Yep. So an American and, a, and other European tanks don't use auto loaders in in for gen, in general, like the Abrams. The the ammo is like behind a firewall, mm-hmm. and there's Smart. a man in there. Well, you have to have a fourth person in the tank. Yep. To, and their job is literally just to load a gun. It's mm-hmm. kind of a if you could have a machine do it, why not have a machine do it? So I understand the logic of it. Yeah. But because of that, they have to store the ammo in a ring around the turret. Bad idea. So it's it's in there with the it's guys. Like, don't worry. This ammo will stop their ammo. Yeah. Like, Hypothetically, worry. you could like put the turret on top of the tank and put the guys down in the tank so the turret could like blow off somewhere else and the guys in the tank would be okay. But that doesn't seem to be what's happening. Uh, no. No, no, no. Because they make them out of aluminum foil, and they didn't think about javelin missiles. They didn't think about javelin <laughs> missiles. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't think that one through. Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't have javelin missiles around 1910. <laughs> That's when aluminum foil was invented. That's right. Yeah. Aluminum foil was invented in 1910. Prior to being aluminum foil, what was it made out of? Tin. That's why we call it tin foil. Did you know that? I didn't. I didn't. I, okay. I didn't so know there, that. There's no, like a tin roof, right? Yep. You're never going to make... I guess you could make an aluminum roof. Well, tin cans also. None of this stuff is actually tin. You don't actually use tin in a tin roof. You use aluminum. Well, okay. Do you know where tin came from? Why they call it tin? No, do you? No. Damn. It's a different metal. I don't know why they call it aluminum anyway. Well, I thought we were learning that tin foil used to be made out of tin, and it left a gross food taste. It left a metal taste taste on food. It left a bad taste. Same thing with so aluminum can or tin cans, mm. the goats eat, uh, tin foil, all that stuff. Tin was just kind of gross. Whereas aluminum, when they figured out how to flatten it out, it didn't it didn't leave a bad taste. Yeah, game changer. And I guess it was less uh, brittle in its own way. Yeah, probably yeah, flexible, but it's not cracking. And you know, aluminum I think is just like an alloy. Maybe there's tin in aluminum. Maybe we can Google that at some point. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know enough about it. But I do know what they do is they take on how's it made, how's it made, how it's are made. They push big ingots of aluminum into a giant furnace mm. and melt that crap down. Yep. And then they put it into a different kind of ingot. Okay? Yeah. They put it from stacked ingots to a big flat ingot. Yeah, flat sheet. And pancake. Then, but then they have to roll that sucker. So it starts at like 18 inches thick and maybe... I don't know, 30 feet long. Mm-hmm. And then they just start squeezing it be- between these giant wheels and it gets Pressure. like a thousand degrees in there. Yeah. And they're just squeezing it back and forth through the infinite pressing process. Uh-huh. And it just goes back and forth. And by the time they're done, that 30 foot by 18 foot ingot of aluminum that they've like cleaned and all this stuff, they press it down to the thinnest thing that we now know is our aluminum foil. And it becomes... Three miles long, I think they said. That's wild. That's insane. So they have to have some sort of facility. That's three miles long. That's three miles long, at least. <laughs> well, I, uh, really? Do, you think they'll like, kind of like how they do saltwater taffy? Like they'll roll it. Okay, I'm listening. Like I'm thinking about what you're saying. And like feed it back into the same machine. Like they take one end as it passes through, and then they stick it back in, and it's going to just like... You can't see my hand, but it's going in a circular yeah. motion, uh, and it's like it goes out, and you put it back in, and it 
goes so out and it gets longer. I and it do takes know that they time. have to. They have to at the last stage. They have to double layer the aluminum mm. because it'll break at the at the thickness oh. that we get it at. Okay. For the last go go through, they have to double it and then they split it off at the end. But no, man, like how at some point the whole train that it, of aluminum in one continuous sheet is three miles long. Hmm. I would have to think that like. They, there's no break. They put it. They through. can't melt it back together. Well, I totally, I get that. But in my head, it will be like spooled up, the way yarn is spooled up. Yep. And then it's like, thick, and you run it through again, and it's the same spool, but now it's just a little thinner. Okay, I think you're making a good and point. And then here. they spool it through again, and it's a little thinner, you and then it's then it's all the way down to whatever the thickness is, like the yeah thickness. The, the of facility a hair or doesn't something. need to be three miles long. You just need a spool on both ends. You need a spool on both ends. Yeah, like that makes sense. When you get a VHS tape, you don't have yeah. just one giant scroll of tape you have to go through. Uncle Corner. It's, it's rolled up. You remember VHSs? Cassette tapes? <laughs> this remember is Uncle these? Corner? Uncle Corner? <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have Snapchat. We didn't have DVD Blu-ray. <laughs> so we didn't wasn't, have digital download. We didn't have digital downloading. <laughs> we had VHS tape, Clamshell Disney. Oh, God. Clamshell Disney case. You got a Little Mermaid. Mm, yeah, got dicks all over it. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. So we all right. So we've time. We figured out how it's made, and we probably how's it made? We, how's it? We figured out how's it made, and we all know that it's inexpensive. It's durable. We know it's non-toxic. It's grease-proof. You know, it, it works in kitchens really well. It's also resistant to chemical attacks, just like solvents and cleaners and stuff like that. It's not going to really hurt it. I'm more interested. In the ability of its recyclability. Okay. Aluminum foil can be used at least seven times before everybody probably uses it all all seven times. I think a lot of our generation probably just throws it right in the trash. I just toss it away, man. I maybe use it. How do you use it most often in your house? It's going to be maybe covering uh, a plate of food I put in the microwave to reheat real quick. Just kidding. That's. Are you listening? Are you paying attention? Actually, I do want to talk about microwaves a little bit. Don't microwave aluminum your aluminum foil. foil. Okay, wait. Are chip <laughs> bags like a little Doritos bag? Are those made out of aluminum foil? They've got metal on the inside. Did you ever put those in? in? I know they explode. Well, there was a there was a business in my elementary school, Crabapple Crossing, where some kids would take those little lunch bag chip bags, put them in their microwaves at home. And just get the timing just right. And, you know, they explode and they shoot sparks everywhere. Mm-hmm. But they would shrink. Oh. So you would get like, you know, you'd have a Doritos bag that's, you know, maybe what? The six inches by five inches or whatever. Solid size. And it would shrink down to like two and a half inches by three inches. Now, that's and a would, good size. And so we would put hole punches in them and use them as like little keychains. Who Who had that black market? I, Side hustle. That's a good question. I don't remember hmm. which other youths were doing this, but I definitely had some of those. I, you would buy them. Yeah. Yeah, you would buy them from kids at school who were brave enough to put chip bags in the microwave. Right. I remember, and, and like, who discovered that trick? Because YouTube wasn't around. There weren't any, like, Tide Pod challenges. Like, you got to try this at home. Who was the first person to be like, no. Your mom's probably going to get upset if she sees you doing mm. this, but you got to put... Your leftover Doritos bag in the microwave. It's gonna blow your mind. It's good in the science. It's like you remember how you stick a marshmallow in the microwave; it gets big. Well, it's, this is backwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did think that? I think you're right. It's got to be Uncle Corner. Uncle Corner. Like my life as an uncle, 
I have uh, there's six of them out there mm-hmm. of, of our, my siblings and and uh, sibling in law's progeny. Six nieces and nephews. Six nieces and nephews. Yeah. yeah. What you, you just said six of them. Six. Everybody knows what I'm, you knew what I was talking about. So I assume everybody knows what I'm talking about. There's six of these little creepers out there, and uh, I can see when they're a little older, kind of being like, "Okay, check this out. You want to see how a potato gun works? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is called a dry ice bomb. Hey, we made one of those. We made one. All of right. Those. Well, where did we learn about that? In oh, science class. They I go think. boom. They go big boom. Yeah. Well. That's enough interesting facts for now. Let's get into the challenge. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm. I think I'm ready. Let's do it. Aluminum foil, lots of uses. Yeah, the inventors were never like. People are gonna love making balls. Little Did- kids are gonna <laughs> love crumbling up these balls and throwing them at their friends. So this this challenge, I got it from Adam Savage, but Adam Savage got it just from like YouTube and Twitter. Yeah. This became really popular in Japan in 2018. Mm. So I think they call it... The, Very good year. The Polished Mirror Finish Aluminum Ball Challenge. Japanese Aluminum Ball Challenge. Oh. The Polished okay. Mirror Finished... The Polished Mirror Japanese Aluminum Ball Challenge. Something like that. Something awesome. And, yeah. it, and if you watch these videos, they're extremely calming. Did you ever end up watching the Adam I Savage one? I watched a one? few. Yeah, I did watch the Adam Savage one. And yeah. it, the, it's basically this process of people just ripping off multiple sheets of aluminum foil and kind of rolling them up on top of each other mm-hmm. and then sitting there with a hammer for, I'm going to say, seven hours? Oh, who knows? On average Some from of those, those of these big guys? Ones, the big ones? Who yeah. knows how long they sent, like... Oh, it's, it's, I would, it's like modern day. It's, it's Japanese people. And I can see this like being a genetic, uh, disposition to hammers and metal because they've been folding steel and making katanas their whole lives. And now <laughs> their whole lives, they their all whole, have the, all their whole, their whole family lineage. They've yeah. had samurai sword and, and all that. And then they're like, okay, well, we're not making swords anymore. We've got a whole bunch of aluminum foil. I'm going to sit here with the same discipline as my great-grandfather, Miyamoto Musashi. He was a sword fighter. Hi. Hi. And uh, we're going to make an aluminum ball as beautiful as my grandfather's katana that's sitting on the wall. And if you watch some of these videos, the balls they end up with are beautiful. Yeah. Some are the size of a cannonball. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're you can see yourself in them. They're beautiful mirror finish and the process is is so simple like it doesn't seem possible where they're just they they pile all this up the sheets on sheets on sheets and then they just hit there sit there with a rubber or metal hammer for hours and hours and hours and then they sandpaper it mm-hmm. with different levels of thickness of sandpaper yep. grit the grit they the increase grit. the grit the higher the grit the higher the polish effect there you go lower the grit the more material is going to be removed okay well, that, okay. Yeah. But that's that's interesting because the grittier it is, the rougher it is, in my mind. Mm-hmm. And those those are the ones you start with. I think it's more like, the, you know, the more particles there are, the higher grit, the more sanding is going to happen. 
So like the fineness like, of the yeah, like a four hundred grit sandpaper, very very small, very 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 the, small. The grit is and very a small. Sixty or a eighty grit. Those are, are big old grits. Big grits, like grits in your breakfast. So they're mm-hmm. going to remove and be like really rough and just strip okay. a lot of material. I off. believe you. I think you're yeah. right about this. And so the higher the number, the the more polishing effect you're going to get. And then they end up with these like creams and gels at the yep. end mm-hmm. that they're adding. That's and the then polish. They get the the reflection in it. Um, I will speak for myself in this process. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise. Now, this was a year ago that we did this. <laughs> but I remember it because I found it. Uh, does anybody ever listen to this show? You'll know I don't particularly like making things. <laughs> so I thought I would like making this based on how much I like the videos. But I really, you know, I, I got really frustrated with it pretty quickly. I think I put... Maybe two and a half hours into it, I'm gonna I'm gonna show my ball here. Let me two and a half hours. That's nothing to shake a stick at, Ryan. Where did my ball go, Dustin? There it is. Here it is. So after two and a half hours, I ended up with this. I'm handing it to Dustin here. It is. Describe that for the folks at home. Um, you know the cuties oranges. Yep. You know how every now and then there's like a one that's really small. There's like, like a the bad runt. One. There's, there's the a runt. little bad one. It in looks there. like a runt cutie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's about the same shape as a cutie too. About that's the same shape as a cutie. It. Yeah, that's what he means. Or a kumquat. A kumquat. A, an extra large kumquat. Now, how would you describe the finish? It's um, crackly. It's a little crackly. Um, on a scale from like one to ten, ten being the best it could possibly be, smooth, polished finish. It's probably at a two, Ryan. Okay. I mean, it it catches the light. It definitely re- uh, reflects some light. You'd say this is like more of a matte finish. Um, yeah. And there are pieces actively flaking off. It well, is over a year old, so I, I understand. Yeah, maybe the, maybe the aluminum aged. I don't know. It I, made I need a to move. use this ball eight more times, yeah, you said. It moved. You know, like you, this went from one That's house true. to I another. That's true. I didn't live in this house a year ago. So it's held up um, for, for that. Yeah, and it was with me, you know, when I was just a boyfriend. Yeah. And now here it is. As an engaged man, as a fiance. Yeah. You need to put that on a chain. Yeah. I'll, I, I'm going to try to put it on a ring. That would actually be really funny. <laughs> It'd be a great <laughs> ring. It'd be a great ring. So this is, this is what I came up with, two and a half hours. Um, I never got to the sanding and polishing bit. Yeah. I am interested to see, Dustin, what you made. All right. I'll show you the picture. The, my ball I, My ball's gone. Um, that's, it didn't survive your last move. Didn't survive the last move. Um, so I, I think I used like half of a roll. Yeah. That's a big, that's a big ball there. I would say that is three and a half inches across. Yeah. Like in diameter. And then I hammered it to about, Oh, look at it there. Maybe two two and a half inches, two inches Um, or so you got it all down. Yeah. Um, but I just hammered and hammered and hammered and hammered. So when I'm comparing yours to mine, Yours definitely catches the light better. Yours is definitely more spherical. I'm seeing how dirty your hands are. Yeah. Rem- yeah. This is a remarkably dirty, mm-hmm. time-consuming thing. Did your forearm start hurting? Dude, my the hand that was holding the hammer, mm-hmm. like I was scared I was going to throw the hammer because I couldn't like you couldn't like feel couldn't it feel anymore. My, yeah, yeah. It was just that forearm muscle, especially the the pinky finger is very important for holding a grip on something. When you're when you're doing that, and my arms, I remember my arms and hands were tired. I hit my fingers a couple times, um, but 
it it turned out okay. I yeah, think. I think yours looks really good. It's really round. Um, did you ever end up sanding it or polishing it? Mm-mm. I just hammered it. So if it. you had done that, I think you might get closer to a mirror finish. Yeah, I think I needed to add another like finishing layer. You know, mm-hmm. there needs to be like that last layer that goes on that because because I was seeing as I would hammer it on one side, there'd be a crack forming on the other side. Constantly. Like that That's what you, I mean. You can see it on this. Yeah. That I have here where this wherever you have a smooth side, you're going to have big mm-hmm. cracks on the mm-hmm. other side open up. But like remember in the, the Adam Savage video, he took his to like a, a sand, like a grinder, like with the polish. Yeah, he used wheel. it in his shop. Yeah. So like he he had like, you know, that heavy duty buffer on it i don't know if he did the polishing creams just the polishing wheel he ended up doing all that he yep. did it all so his was super shiny but his still had cracks his still had cracks in it yeah and his still wasn't spherical so and he's incredibly good at building things he makes star wars movies yeah yeah so props and stuff to us. so i don't i don't feel bad not getting as great as he did um Every week on our show, we create a custom review scale to review our custom challenge. You didn't see that coming, did you? Dude, hard, hard swerve. The responsibility for creating this challenge falls to one man and one man only. Only one man can make review scales on this show. Damn Nobody sure. else is allowed to. Nobody yeah, else can do it. He'll never be able to. You can't do it. Only he can do Don't it. Don't even think And his name it. is Mr. DG. Mr. DG... McSqueezy. DG McSqueezy. Daddy D, that's what they call me. That's Daddy my new D. name. Hey, it's Daddy D here. Uh, you need someone to spank your daughter? No. <laughs> <I'll> do, no? <laughs> Wrong. Nobody needs that. That's a different show. Sorry. Okay. So Maybe this... you ask, have you been a bad girl? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, you really want me to say that? Yeah. I want you to say it. Look at me when you say okay. it. Okay. Hey, it's Daddy D. Has your daughter been a bad girl? No, no. <laughs> All right, make the fucking scale, you creep. <laughs> All right, on a scale from, uh, it was recently Mardi Gras. On a scale I'm from- I'm wearing my Mardi Gras shirt right now. Is that Mardi Gras? Yeah. On a scale from uh, one bead on a Mardi Gras bead okay. necklace. Mm-hmm. Let's say on an average Mardi Gras bead, Mar- there's uh, at least beads. 150 Ooh, you might be a little high. A little high. I think. Okay. I think let's go eighty like, beads. Yeah, that's that feels good. All right. Yeah, that does. I was feel gonna good. go seventy five, but eighty okay. felt better. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's go from one Mardi Gras bead to eighty Mardi Gras beads. Eighty being the best on a single necklace. On a single unbroken necklace uh-huh. that has yet to been thrown out to a young okay. guy showing off his balls. Because okay. that's at Mardi Gras, right? Guys flash their balls. No, not in my experience, but I'm sure they do. Oh, okay. I'm sure I th- that I thought happens. they're always like, show me your dick. And they like hold up the Mardi Gras beads it's and so say like. It's so weird. I've heard stories about Mardi Gras my whole life. And having been to Mardi Gras, it's not like it isn't obscene, but it's much more wholesome than people think. Yeah. That's all I'll say about it. It's, I highly recommend it. Bring your kids. Just not around Dustin. So on a scale <laughs> of one to 80 singular beads upon a necklace of Mardi Gras beads, right. what do you give this? I'm going to come in solidly at 25 beads. Not yep. my favorite, not my worst. I hated how much it hurt my arm. <laughs> and my finished project, like every time we make something, is not that good. So 25 beads for me. It's enough to make a, an anklet. Yeah, nice. Okay. But you're still you're going to keep that aluminum foil ball, right? Forever. It's going on the proverbial fridge, Yeah. right? Yeah. 
set it on top of the fridge. They're great. They're all great. Um, I'm going to give this a, yeah, 45 beads. So higher than me because you enjoy making things more than I do. Yeah, it was fun to swing a hammer for hours, you know, like there was How much time did you spend on it? Um, I remember doing it over multiple nights. So like you'll see in the picture, like there's like stage one. That's one hammer. We'll put this on the Instagram. On the Instagram. We're bringing it back. And <laughs> Classic hardcore Instagram style. <laughs> but that that hammer, the hammer head started to break off. <laughs> what? It was a wooden, it was an older wooden hammer. So like the hammer head was starting to Slide break off. at the top, like the neck. I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had to get a different hammer, which was a smaller hammer. Um, so it was, yeah, it, it was maybe four hours. <gasps> Woo. Rosie sees somebody outside, but it was probably four hours total. Okay, so you you put in another hour and a half more than I did, and I think it shows. And more aluminum foil. And you're better at this sort of thing. I, yeah, I but think so. I didn't break a hammer. Did you ever use a little rubber mallet? I started. I tr- uh-uh. I got it out of a re- little rubber mallet today. I don't think we owned this a year ago. I don't know why cool. we own it now. I spent a little time with it. I think I liked. I would have liked that better. I think because the noise was also yeah, super annoying. Yeah, yeah. I think if you went with a rubber mallet, you wouldn't, you would not be able to get as much pressure and force needed to create like a smoother finish, yeah. because the rubber is going to absorb a lot of that impact instead of all of the force going into the aluminum, yeah. which is what you want. So it's gonna like, it's gonna bounce throughout the the, the mallet. So you gave it a forty-five. That's 45. like that's like one of those chains that goes from the ear to the earring to the nose ring. Ooh, a little more than that. Maybe it's a choker. Maybe you go to both both nostrils and both yeah, ears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a choker. I think it's a oh choker. a choker. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, um, what's next? We we got to we got to we got to pick next week's or next month's challenge. We don't know how often we're really going to make the show. We are <coughs> we are confident. <coughs> we are confident <coughs> that we're. Dustin's <laughs> Dustin's having a conniption. Oh no! Wait, who are you? Who is that? Who is that? Shiver me timbers! I'm here, Ryan. Oh I have my sailed God! A ship all around the world to be here today. Where's me treasure? I told you to save it. And Captain Redbeard. To, yeah, that's me, <laughs> Captain Redbeard. I've lost both my legs, as you can see. I I I uh, I got two peg legs made of aluminum foil. Captain Redbeard, we don't have your treasure. Ah, uh, I'm gonna go now. Then no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Like, we'll, 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 wait. Who is that guy? That's my neighbor. Oh man, <laughs> Rosie's barking at him as he goes. I think this he's is Captain this. Redbeard. He's my neighbor. He came here asking for treasure. He gave me this scroll on his way. What out. does it say? It says. Hear ye, hear ye. Oh, it's like an old, old <laughs> English town crier kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Not quite a pirate situation. That's he's, interesting. He's a well-educated pirate that <laughs> left his high-paying tech job <laughs> okay. at the East India Trading Company. Okay. And now he's got a side hustle going. Uh, looking for treasure. And we need to find treasure this summer. That's I right. I think this is the summer of treasure. This is the do-it-or-else summer of treasure. Yeah, the treasure trove. The, oh, I like that. Yeah, we'll yeah, keep yeah. we'll we'll keep working names, but I kind of do like yeah. Summer of Treasure, the Treasure Trove. Yeah, Summer of Treasure colon, the Treasure Trove. Yeah. So every month we will have a different treasure themed pirate adventure for you folks. Yeah. 
Modern uh, day pirates. Modern day treasure hunting. Geriatric millennial pirates. Yeah, we're not going to try too hard. We'll put in two and a half hours of work for each challenge, but not really any more than that. Yep, yep. And I think we are going to find some nuggets of treasure somewhere along the way. There's gold in them there, Hills. There's, it, there is gold in them hills. And I, I think, think I might be mi- mixing prospectors. Yeah, there don't be hills. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh yeah, so this first, first, challenge, first challenge, geocaching. Geocaching. We're going to go out and do a modern-day treasure hunt. That sounds with great. With a modern-day treasure map. I've never geocached before, have you? Uh, no. no. I've, I've definitely researched it, and I had friends that had those handheld GPSs where mm-hmm. you plug in coordinates Maybe we stuff. should find one of those rather than I bet we could phone. find one. I don't know. That's a treasure I'd hunt get all get one itself. to work on it. Now we're getting yeah. past the two and a half hours of effort. Yeah. yeah. We uh, have jobs. I think there's an app for that. I bet there's a, a, geocaching a, a app. GPS app where we can plug in coordinates. I think we can just do it into Google Earth. We yeah. can like plug in coordinates and it'll take us to those coordinates. Okay, we'll follow along on Instagram. You can see our aluminum foil balls there. Yep. Uh, I don't remember what our Instagram is called. I don't remember what our, emails, what our email is. Deuterailspod at gmail.com. And we used to have a phone line. Do we still have a phone line? Oh, do it pod. Six, seven, eight, do it. No, no, that, no. no. We did have a phone line. Is I it think gone? it still exists, though. It still exists. It's a Google line. It's a free line. It's on your phone, so I don't know. Well, we're going to uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring that back. We're gonna figure out what the phone is, and then we're gonna bring that phone back online, and then you guys can call oh. and suggest uh, suggest things that 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 you think we should be doing on the show. So if you think, hey, I want you guys to to make wine in your closets. <laughs> Or if you think uh, I'm, if you, if you think, would well, that be good, right? That would be kind of. I fun. remember my mom. Oh, that's Do you, funny. You know, like kombucha now is like a thing. Yeah. I remember, and it must have been kombucha, because I remember my parents having like this special jug bucket kind of thing okay. in the in the broom closet because it was dark. It was the only place like without windows, where um, you can do it. Where um. They, I think they were making a kombucha in there. I remember it had a giant weird mushroom thing on Did top. Did it explode in your closet? I don't remember. This is childhood. And I think my parents back in the early 90s made kombucha. Early adopters. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to have to ask somebody. Yeah. They won't remember. If you want to uh, check in on the kombucha or anything else or give us a challenge request. I was filling time, you guys. That was great. Our number is 724-DO-IT-IT. Pod. Those yeah. letters turn into numbers, and you have to figure that part yeah. out. Yeah, do it. Pod. The, you know, you used to seven have to two do that. four is, is the first thing. It's the area code seven two four. Do it. Pod. Okay, and if you call that number and you say something that isn't horrible, we'll, we'll put you on yeah. the show. You're famous. You, everybody's going to hear about you. Hundreds of people. I wonder how many listeners we still have because, like, as you update your phone and stuff, like, do the old podcasts come along? No, they don't. So we'll see how many of you are out there. If you heard the show today, maybe tell a friend that you know used to listen and be like, "Hey, did you know? Yeah, it's I, back. It's are you po- sick? Are it's you the sick summer of, of treasure? Yeah, are you sick of true crime podcasts? Broadcasts? Broadcasts? Sorry, I'm 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 getting nervous here. I don't need to make fun of the show. you misspeaking. I misspeak constantly. I apologize. It's it's we're you know we're wholesome guys. You know I'm not really gonna spank your daughter. 
<laughs> like <laughs> we're just cutting up, <laughs> man. Right, we're just Come being on. goofy and just silly. Just tune in, hang out with your friends. We're gonna talk about some stuff. Most of it's accurate. A lot of it is bullshit. It's great. I think I have a phone ringing, but I can't find the you phone. You need to find your phone. It might You might have a client on there. Hey, thanks for tuning in, babies. Ryan's got to sell a house. And as always, the winner of the slogan contest will be announced next, next week. week.